You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast with Lee Fulford, where questions about the Bible meet real life. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Lee Fuller, and you are listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast. And I want to say thank you. I want to start off by saying Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for tuning into this podcast because I'm a thankful person and I want to express my thankfulness, right? You may be saying, Lee, you've said thankful seven times. Yes, this is why. Because I'm thankful, thankful, thankful. And today's podcast, we're going to be talking about 22 things to be thankful for in 2022, right? I could go 2023 things. I could go 2024 things because I am a thankful person. And after doing this study, I realized that we should be thankful people. You ready to talk about it? I want to talk about it. So let's go. But before we do, <coughs> make sure you're following us on TikTok, BobbleInRealLife.com. Um, what? Following us on TikTok at the Bible in Real Life or Instagram, the Bible in Real Life, Facebook, Bible in Real Life. Listen, because we want to make sure everywhere you go, you can see the Bible played out in real life. Um, so I want to say thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, as I'm going through this podcast, I am learning so much and I'm glad that you're coming along with me in this journey to see how to apply the Bible into real life. So for some of you, I know in the U.S., Thanksgiving is coming up, right? So as we're going through our, our holiday headaches kind of kind of um, a series, I also wanted to show us and give us a day where we say, you know what? One of the things that can help with holiday headaches is particularly around Thanksgiving and Christmas is to change our mentality. And if our mentality is one of thankfulness or gratefulness, then we can really help calm down these these, uh, feelings of stress or anxiety. And we can really be thankful going into this season. I'm telling you. Um, So let's go into uh, a little bit about Thanksgiving and kind of what the Bible says about it. And then we're going to go through a list of of 20-something things that we can be thankful for. So um, first, as I was doing my study, I saw that the art of thanksgiving and being thankful, it's in scripture, right? And it's connected to God's provision, God's deliverance, or God's character, right? So as you're going through and thinking about... (coughs) things you can be thankful for, um, start saying, you know what? I want to be, you know, let's look at God's provision, the things he provided. And there are some things there we can be thankful for. We can look for God's deliverance, what he has delivered us from, how he's given us newness of life, et cetera, et cetera. You know, these are things we can be thankful for. And we can be thankful for God's character. There's some aspects about God that are worthy of us being thankful for. So when we look at scripture, we see these are buckets, right? I like to kind of organize things into big buckets of God's provision, God's deliverance, God's character. These are things we can be thankful for. And did you know, did you know 
that in scripture, um, Thanksgiving was usually um, surrounded or took place during times of worship and during times of eating, right? During times of worship and during times of eating. So let's let's look into it. We're going to do a brief Bible study on Thanksgiving just to kind of get our mindset correct as we travel into this holiday season, okay? So in the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, Thanksgiving was really an act of worship. The word that's, and I thought this was so great. I'm telling you, the Bible is, there's layers to this, bro. So um, the word Thanksgiving and all is often translated from the Hebrew word toda, right? Which means to praise or to bless, right? So I remember there used to be a song, toda, extend your hands, Java, right? <laughs> I don't know the whole song and I'm not much of a singer, but um, this idea of thankfulness is extending our hands in praise to God, right? So if we wake up with an attitude of each day, I want to praise God, we can really do that through thankfulness. You know, sometimes when I'm in churches or different things, they'll say, you know, um, be thankful and bless the Lord and praise the Lord. And people are like, oh, I really don't know how to do that. How, how do I do that? One way you can thank the Lord, one way you can praise the Lord is, you know, telling God what you're thankful for, right? Aha, uh-huh, I'm helping you out. So in service, instead of just, you know, with your eyes closed, you can be like, Lord, I thank you for my family. Lord, I thank you for my wife. I thank you for my children. I thank you for my job. Yada, 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 right? That way you can participate in the praise and worship aspect, the praise and worship part of of service. You're very welcome, you know? So now you don't have to look sideways like, uh, what am I supposed to be doing during this praise time, this worship time, right? But um, um, so toda, to praise or to bless, right? When I keep going in the Old Testament, I see that in Leviticus chapter seven, there's actually a peace offering and the the interesting thing about the peace offering, real quickly, is the peace offering the peace offering could be offered uh, as uh, as a Thanksgiving offering. You know, it could be offered as kind of um, closing a vow. Um, so the inter- another interesting thing about this Thanksgiving offering is it's voluntary. Yeah. So in chapter seven, Leviticus chapter seven, there's the the guilt offering, right? Hey, you did something wrong. You're guilty. You're supposed to go do this. Um, uh, You're supposed to go make the guilt offering sacrifice, right? But the Thanksgiving offering was completely voluntary. This peace offering was completely voluntary. So you know what? Um, Many times we, well, being thankful is, is a voluntary action, right? Like you can't make a person be thankful. <clears throat> you can't make a person be appreciative. And God's saying, hey, I want you to be thankful by choice. I want you to voluntarily say, Lord, thank you for what you're doing. I want you to voluntarily uh, bring that praise offering or that thankful offering, right? You know, uh, in our, we did, you know, the 20 minutes, like how to have a 20 minute Bible study. I think it's at like, um, Bible Devo, 20 minute Devo.com or Bible blueprint.com. I, 
Uh, we'll put it in the show notes. Um, I think it's devoblueprint.com, now I think about it. But um, we always say you start your Bible reading, you start your Bible study with praise and with prayer, right? Um, and God is saying, this is voluntary. You should do it out of an abundance of appreciation and love for God. But your Thanksgiving is voluntary, right? Um, so there was a Thanksgiving uh, sacrifice that you could bring voluntarily, right? And also the idea of Thanksgiving, it's a part of our life as a Christian. Again, it should come from an overabundance of love and joy from my heart. The Bible says in Psalms 100 verse four, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. So we see that this idea of um, coming before God's presence, we should be thankful. Entering into his gates, we praise the Lord. And what are we praising him for? We praise him because of the things he's done. We praise him because of his character, his provision, and his deliverance. Is this making sense? I hope so. Now, as we go into the New Testament, right? Um, And the New Testament was written in Greek. So there's another word that was often associated with Thanksgiving, you know? And that root word for uh, Thanksgiving and thankfulness and give thanks is, get this, the word charis, which is the word for grace, right? So, you know, our, our parents and grandparents, they were so smart. They'd say, hey, say your grace before you eat, right? Say your grace before you go to bed. All right. So you, you know, you say your prayers, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought grace meant prayers. I just say my prayers. Okay. Our father, which I'm in heaven, hallowed be thy name, whatever, whatever. Now lay me down to sleep, whatever your prayer is, right? But um, it's the word grace. Grace is God's favor or God's gift. So when we're being thankful, we're acknowledging that all these things that I have, they're a gift from God. It's because of God's favor and showing his love on each and every one of us. So that's the picture of what Thanksgiving looks like in the New Testament. So in the Old Testament is praise, Lord, I praise you. And I I show my praise and my gratitude by lifting your name and being thankful. In the New Testament, you realize that, you know what? I don't deserve any of this. It's only because of your grace that I have these things that we're going to talk about being thankful today. So I encourage you change your perspective on Thanksgiving, right? Instead of having a mentality of the world owes me this, or people owe me this, or God, you owe me this, change your perspective to that of, man, thank you, God, for this gift of this. Thank you, God, for blessing me with this. Thank you for the favor on my life to allow me to have these things. And that'll shift, shift your mentality to one of praise and thanksgiving. In this series, we've been talking about holiday headaches. If you shift your perspective to one of praise and thanks and realizing that I don't deserve this, God has blessed me with this. 
It'll really change your day and change your holiday. You are welcome. <laughs> All right, so let's look at some things to be thankful for. Let's look at some things that we can be thankful for. Number one, you know, being alive, right? And it's funny. Uh, I remember, you know, being alive was one of those things you thank Lord for if you couldn't think of anything, right? They'd be like, hey, Lee, what are you thankful for? Uh, I'm thankful you woke me up this morning. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the reality is he didn't have to, right? The reality is being alive is definitely something to be grateful for. After going through the past three years that we've gone through as a country or as a planet, as the world, you know, with Corona and people dying and war and famine and all this other stuff and fires and all this, it's like, man, I am thankful to be alive. You know, the favor of God has shown on me one more day and 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 I'm alive. So I want to be thankful for that. So it's not just it's not just a, a throwaway thankfulness. Right. Really be grateful. Lord, I bless your name because I didn't have to wake up this morning. I really didn't. Um, another thing, number two, is uh, your voice. Right <laughs> now, I'm not much of a singer, but I do believe that God's given me a voice to communicate. Right. So I say, Lord, thank you for this voice. I can still speak. I can still sing. I can still bless my children. I can still tell stories to my children or talk to my wife and whisper these sweet nothings. I can say thank you to those that helped me at the grocery store. So Lord, I'm thankful for my voice, you know, and as you start to list these things that you didn't have to have, you know, I see in the Bible where Zachariah lost his voice for months, right? And he said, you know what? Thank you, Lord, that I can wake up this morning and uh, and sing your praises, right? Uh, thankful for my family. You know, every person on the planet came from, was connected to another family member. Does that make sense? So we're born into a family. I think that's a better way of saying it. Each one of us is born into a family. <coughs> and what we should do is be thankful for our family. Lord, thank you. Oh, my family may not be perfect. Come on, somebody. My family may not be wealthy, the wealthiest plant family on the planet. You know, my family, I don't I doubt we're the poorest family on the planet, but it's my family. And I'm thankful for my brothers and my sisters and my mother and my father and my grandma, my great grandpa, whatever makes up your family. Thank you, Lord, for for creating me in a community. Um, some of us have a beautiful family. I love my family. Listen, we have this thing in our family. It's called, you know, FOE, family over everything. So um, I'm very thankful for my family and, and you should be too. You know, we should be thankful for our job or our career or whatever temp job we have, right? That, that paycheck is a blessing. You know, um, so we should be thankful that the job that we have, you know, um, for many people, they they may not have the same job they had before COVID or the job may have disappeared or whatever. And then this year, I am determined to be thankful 
for the job that I have. Uh, there's a preacher you say, I'm thankful for the piece of job that I got. Because at least with this piece of job, you know, <laughs> I am I am holding it together, right? And we realize that God provides our provision so we can be thankful for what the Lord has provided for us. Um, um, some of us have had new additions to our family, new nieces and nephews, or maybe new children, you know, new babies born uh, to us or to our friends and so forth. So we're thankful for the new addition to the family, right? So as you start counting these things, <coughs> one thing that we do on Thanksgiving Day is we go around the circle, right? And each person from the oldest person in the circle to the, to the youngest, as long as you can talk, the expectation is for you to say something that you're thankful for. And many times we say, you can't say something that's already been said, right? You can't be like, oh yeah, I'm thankful for that too. You know, because it forces the conversation to go a little deeper, right? So I encourage you um, to be thankful. When I was working with, you know, motivational speakers and different things, they would say, make a list, right? So instead of saying, write down what you're going to be thankful for, he would say, make a list from one to 10, right? Line, one, numbered paper from one to 10, and then fill in the blank because now your mind will keep going until you get to 10, you know? And I challenge you. So I've seen some stuff online where they're like, hey, the, the, you know, the 150 things to be thankful for. And I'm like, 150 things? Oh my goodness, right? But you will be surprised how much you can really be thankful for, you know? So as believers, I think Christ, I thank God for salvation, right? Um, we can be thankful every day that we are saved by the blood of Jesus, right? He reached out through humanity, and saved me, a lowly sinner, a nobody, right? And he um, transferred me into the marvelous light. So I am thankful for salvation. I am thankful for being rescued from the powers of darkness. That is definitely something we can be thankful for. Now, I'm some, I'm, I'm some kind of way, you know. So we have a cat. We have a little um cat little orange cat named nugget right kind of look like he's the color of a chicken nugget you know so a uh, little nuggy is something that my daughters are thankful for <laughs> okay i'm kind of thankful for him but don't tell nobody right right so my daughters love this little cat that he's not even little anymore but this cat that kind of walks around my house right so um, but thankful for pets. I know there are many pet lovers. So whether you got a little dog or a cat or a bird or a guinea pig or a hamster or a rabbit, whatever it is, you know, you can be thankful for the companionship, for the friendship and the joy, the little, the little moments of, of joy they bring to your life, right? Thankful for home. I do not take it for granted to have a place to stay. If you've done any work with homeless, if you've done any work or outreach, you realize that, but for the grace of God, so goes I, right? So am I. So we want to be thankful for the homes that we have, you know? So I remember when we were in a one bedroom apartment, 
I was thankful for my one bedroom apartment. When I was in my military dorm, right? And I had to have roommates and all this. I was thankful for my bed. <clears throat> and now that I'm in uh, this house here, you know, a couple bedroom, a couple bathrooms, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I am thankful as well for my home. So each place, regardless of where you are, uh, Paul said, I've learned to be content and I am thankful for what God has done for me. Good health, right? Uh, number five or six, where are we at? Good health. We want to be thankful for um, the health. Do not take good health for granted. It is definitely a blessing to your life, right? I woke up this morning. I got this little ache. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I got bit by something or I pulled something because I've been working out and stuff. But my hand has been bothering me for two days. And um, sometimes I take for granted when I don't have an ache or a pain, right? So uh, thank God for good health. And if you do have these little aches or pain, then thank God that, hey, I can feel it and my nerves are working. My brain is registering the fact that there is pain in my body. So things are, uh, I, who, who was it? Uh, they used to say, be thankful for the things that are working. <laughs> Hey, my, my, my hand is bothering me, but my eyes, you know, I'm thankful for my eyes, Lord, I'm thankful for my knees. I'm thankful for my elbows and all this stuff. Right? So yes, we may have these things that are just getting older, but I could thankful, be thankful for my ankles that are still strong, allow me to walk. Right? I could be thankful for my ears that still allow me to hear, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So be thankful for what health you do have. You know what? We can be thankful for our churches, right? Um, we should be grateful that, number one, we attend the church. We should be thankful for the church that you attend because um, there is strength in the body of believers. So we want to be thankful for our places of assembly, right? You don't realize how much the church invests in the people, Okay. I know, you know, we serve in different things, so we're investing in the church, but the church really invests in your spiritual and your personal growth. So be thankful for the house of worship that you attend. Lord, I pray for my pastor. I pray for my uh, leaders. I pray for those that have uh, rule over some of the spiritual matters in my life and can guide me and teach me. So be thankful for a church. And if you're not going to church, if you're not locked into a church, what are you doing? right? You don't want to be the lone wolf. You don't want to be outside of covering. You want to connect yourself to a local body of believers so that um, there's someone that you can reach out to and depend on. Listen, we're stronger together, all right? Um, we can be thankful for God's word. Thankful for God's word. Listen, how will a man cleanse his ways? By thy word, says the Lord. Listen, God is a communicative God. I'll say that again. God is a communicative God. God is the one that decided I am going to communicate with mankind. So we are thankful that he decided to communicate with us. So now we can know what pleases him. We can know what he enjoys and we can commune with him um, on a daily basis. The Bible says that Adam and Eve were naked and afraid, naked and unashamed right? There is an openness. There is a, a, a freedom to communicate with God. 
God has given us his word because he desires to communicate with us. And he's given us our voice, which we were thankful for earlier, because we can communicate with him. All right. I'm thankful for, you know, we were going on a walk the other day and we were just looking at God's creation. We're looking at the trees. We're looking at the leaves. We're looking at the little squirrel, right? I saw a turtle, the turtle just kind of walking. And I was like, man, God is so amazing. I thank you for giving us beautiful things to look at. I'm thankful for a sunset. I'm thankful for the clouds and the bright sky. And it's just like, wow, you know, God could have created a black and white dull world, but he created one full of vibrant colors and vibrant sounds and vibrant smells for us to enjoy, right? (laughs) Listen, I am thankful for food. Um, so yes, I'm thankful for food because God, you know, continues to provide, but I'm also thankful for good food. Listen, I'm not a foodie in, in the sense that I go try all these restaurants. I'm a foodie in the sense of, Hey, that looks good. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> right. God has given us, um, amazing food to eat on this planet. I had some, I had some potato curry. I had some cranberries. I had some pecan pie or pecan pancakes. What? What? Shout out to the Turners. Um, My point is God's goodness and he created food as something we can enjoy because food could have been bland, right? Everything could have tasted like chalk. But God said, you know what? Um, So this holiday season... When you're enjoying your pumpkin pie, uh, when you're enjoying your yams and your collard greens and your stuffing and your macaroni and cheese and your turkey or ham or, or you know, your 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 vegan bread, I don't know. When you whatever meal you're enjoying, thank God for that meal. Uh, when um, what did Jesus say? He blessed the food and he break it. Right. So. Give thanks for the food. This is our daily bread. Uh, in the Lord's Prayer, he said, Our Father, give us this day our daily bread. So we bless our food and then we partake. We thank you, Lord, for the good food. You know what they say? Good food, good meat. Thank the Lord, let's eat. Listen, got a blessing some kind of way. All right. I'm thankful for holidays. You know why? Because I get days off. <laughs> I'm thankful for holidays. Thank the Lord for the days off during the week. An unexpected Monday. And an unexpected Thursday. Thank you, Jesus. Right? <laughs> um, but the celebrations, I'm so thankful that there is this, this time of season where there's these days where we look back to remember or to celebrate. They're often full of joy and fun and family and food and all these things. So I'm thankful for holidays, right? And I'm thankful for marriage. Now, not only am I thankful for my wife specifically, also, the concept of marriage in general, right? I'm thankful that God established a union where two can become one in safety, in unity, in harmony, right? Here is a model for how we can interact completely and two people can become one to express all your passions and all this stuff. So I thank God for this this picture of marriage and the office or the the function, the the example of marriage, the blessing of the marriage union. 
right? <coughs> um, this is a good one. I'm thankful for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm thankful that God will forgive me when I miss the mark. Right. We know that sin is missing the mark. We've fallen short. God says we should be this and God says we should be here and we miss it. We we didn't reach uh, the standard. And then God offers us forgiveness. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he'll wash us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right. I'm thankful for Jesus washing away our sin. Um, so my relationship with Christ can be restored. So we're thankful uh, for forgiveness. I'm thankful for hope. You know, this world's not my home. I'm just passing through, but also hope to go another day. You know, sometime during this season, there are those that may lose hope. Hey, why should I get up in the morning? Why should I get out of the bed? I've lost this person or this is going wrong. But I am thankful that grace and mercy are new every morning. I'm thankful that seasons change. I'm thankful that a brighter day is tomorrow. I'm thankful that the sun is going to rise and there are new opportunities and new um, and new endeavors for the next day. Lord, I thank you for a supernatural expectation, knowing that um, something better is coming. No matter what's happening, I have hope. Number one, that Jesus remains on the throne and will remain there forevermore and that I have a future and I'm not under the curse. Thank you, Jesus. Um, 17, 18, where are we at? Um, thank God for peace. Thank God for peace. Even when people don't understand it, I know sometimes the world is going crazy and people are like, how can you remain calm? Listen, God gives us the peace that can surpass all understanding. So when others are panicking, God can give us the calmness. We're not indifferent, right? We're not ambivalent. We're not unconcerned. But God has given us a peace that, you know what? Our God is the king of kings. He ruled this whole world. And there is nothing that comes, that doesn't come through God's hand of grace and protection and provision first. And I have to understand that if it has reached me, it had already been been um, watered down. It has already gone through God's seeing eye and God's given me whatever I can handle. All right. We thank God for healing. I got to go ahead and wrap this up. I thank God for healing. <clears throat> um, we also want to thank God for resurrection or uh, recreation. Um, I like having fun, right? I'm a sports fan. Me and my daughters, we go for walks. I ride bikes. Um, we love to watch, um, you know, football, right? Just recreation, go outside and play, right? I'm thankful that I can still go outside and play, but I'm also thankful that life has these elements of refreshing, these elements of enjoyment, Right? And God allowed us to be able to experience those and to have those. What a blessing. The Bible says laughter does good like a medicine, right? <laughs> my, <coughs> my daughter, my my daughter's in elementary school and she says she has a, a what's it called? Has a, 
a classmate that laughs like this. <laughs> and every time she does it, I crack up laughing and we both have this little this little joke. So whenever something's funny or supposed to be really funny. <laughs> I gives us laughter, and I'm so thankful. <laughs> I'm so silly. But um, we're thankful, Lord. Thank you for these blessings and these grace that you give us to laugh, to enjoy um, our lives, to enjoy things that are humorous, right? Lord, we thank you for the experiences that molded us. We thank you for the wisdom that we've gained through the good things and through the bad things, right? It's it's easier to learn as you go, because you've gone through something. That makes sense? Hey, I learned that I needed an umbrella after I got wet in the rain. There's wisdom that took place, right? I learned what to look for in a job after having a bad job before. Thank you for these experiences, right? I learned how to respond a better way because of what I, how I did not respond the first time, right? And the Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who giveth to all men liberally, listen, and abradeth not. God wants to give us wisdom. And thank you, God, for being a God that doesn't force us to learn the hard way every single time. You allow us to have wisdom and make better decisions. And we thank God for love. We thank God for love. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. Um, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love, right? So uh, this weekend, this week, this year, may your days be filled with laughter and love and blessing and appreciation. And I want you to thank God for what he has done and how he has changed your life. I believe that was, I got a long list. Um, so we can also be thankful for friends. We could be thankful for who God is. Thankful for legs that allow us to run and dance. Thankful for the AC in the summer and the heater in the winter. Come on, Jesus. And I'm thankful for dreams that I can sleep. The Bible says that we'll see visions and dream dreams. And thank you for visions and allowing us to see beyond where we are. So listen, this time in 2022 and beyond, we can be thankful for what God has done. Remember, uh, Old Testament looks at it as blessed. So when we are being thankful, we are praising God for his goodness. <clears throat> and New Testament reminds us that these, these are gifts. These are things that God has given us because he favors us. <laughs> and his grace, his common grace shines on us all. All right, this is Lee Bobble in Real Life. I hope you've been encouraged. I hope you shift your mentality so that you enjoy these holidays that we are on and also make thankfulness a part of your everyday life and you will see that each day will be better than before because we have a hope we have a firm foundation that god is real and that god loves us 
All right, this is Lee, Bobbling Real Life. Have a good one. Bye-bye, everybody.